All right, buddies, it's uh, it's time. Time, once again, for the shitbirds to gather. Please leave your message for... Oh, man. Damn, sorry, Tim. Nothing again. Ra- raccoons keep weird hours too, so it's okay. Yeah, no, kind of like a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, anybody got any uh, any news they want to discuss? I was gonna just bring it in real hard with the uh, the shooting that happened in Hesperia. Whoa! All right, uh, with the, the the father and the daughter. But, uh, oh, yeah. I need a few minutes. So, I need just like one minute. Okay. Did you, Do you know about that, James? Yeah, I seen it on the news and it stopped, uh, stopped the freeway for a bit. Yeah. But I heard uh, there's controversy, you know, everything here, but they had to do uh, um, their investigation. So, of course, you know, that's going to be limited information that they'll give the public. But so far, it's just all controversy. But um, Tim probably know more about it, or you might. Well, I trust Tim. He's, he's got the uh, information technology. <laughs> you know, it's funny about uh, every time there's a, a police shooting like that, you know, uh, you know, when you get executed by, uh, you know, five, ten cops, you know, those cops, they, they shoot a lot of lot of bullets. A lot oh, of yeah, bullets. They empty their you know, clips. Yeah. Then uh, that little girl got, uh, she's not a little girl, she's a teenager, but she's still a child. Yeah. Uh, got caught in the crossfire. And there were the cops like, oh, well, she had a gun, and she was shooting at us. And it's like, I really don't see, uh, you know. Scared. Kid like that shooting at the cops. Yeah, scared teenage girls shooting at the cops, especially multiple cops. Yeah, but we don't know. I don't know the whole story. You know, there's sure there's a lot to it. Yeah, I, I hope the body cam footage and like car cam footage is uh, available. But so so often, you know, that shit seems to somehow mysteriously have been corrupted or whatever. Police discretion behind it. Yeah. Yep. Timmy's still sleeping back there. He went back to sleep. He's going memes. Oh yeah, he's making raccoon sounds. Digging through the trash. Dude. He's a raccoon. <laughs> a raccoon. A raccoon. Oh, a raccoon. A raccoon. Yeah. Yeah, but I I heard about it. What what I heard was that the the dad was uh was on the run from the cops, right? Or was it that um he had like some kind of marital 
dispute and like essentially kidnap the daughter? Yeah, child abduction charges yeah. or something like that is what I heard. Yeah. God damn, man. That's fucked up. But I mean, it's it's crazy because it's like, it's one of those stories that's like, yeah, it's big time. For some reason, it's big time because of how many fucking people die all crazy and shit up there, man. They're always finding dead bodies in that place where I used to run a lot, the OHV area by uh, Hesperia Lakes, all those hills and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, I would run all the time back there and... um I remember one weekend I went running. Everything was fine, beautiful, you know, pretty solitary for the most part, aside from people on their um, their dirt bikes and shit. But I would always run to kind of like the the more um, secluded places. Not not secluded, but there was just tended to be nobody out there, and I'd be all by myself, and I always felt fine. But then that weekend I I did a big ass run. I think I did about like. I think I did about 10 miles that day. I remember it was really a really good run all through the hills and the valleys and whatnot. And I came back and the next day they found somebody that was just dead. Yep. Like way out there. They killed him. And then a couple of weeks later, there was another guy that was found dead out there. Same deal. Like they, like they took him out there cause he, he had like, he had nothing on him. They found, tire marks but they were kind of indiscernible because of the sand but yeah man I don't know shit like like that fucking happened so much up there man it's pretty wild not much we're just filling filling time with other deaths in the high desert so what you got on that Timmy what's the what's the details on that that uh, story uh, so I, I don't know, like the, uh, I, I, I may miss something. So if I do, you know, add into it, but, uh, what I, what I understand is, uh, this dude, this, this father of this 15 year old, uh, murdered, uh, his wife and uh, the mother of his daughter in front of a school. While he was waiting, she was waiting to pick some uh, her kid up. Uh, I don't remember what town it was that they did it near Fontana, I think. And then uh, there was a whole ass homicide. Like he blasted her ass, and then uh, he took the daughter and went on the run. And Fontana police put a uh, Amber Alert out uh, for his vehicle. Uh, like they knew who he was, like they knew everything. Like this guy was fucked already. Yeah. So they made it all the way to Barstow, California, and uh, this uh, Hispanic dude that was working at this tire shop, uh, you know, was just working next to this gas station, and then uh, he sees this truck pull up, this white Nissan Frontier. Um, and he had like just heard in the news about the Amber Alert and like what was going on, and he was like, "That's that dude." So he called the sheriff's department, and the sheriff's department came fucking deep, and they chased his ass all the way from Barstow. Was that forty minutes into Hesperia? He crashed out on the freeway going uh, southbound, and um, uh, I almost forgot a point. 
all the way from Barstow Hesperia, he was shooting a fucking AR at the cops from his truck. What the fuck? And he had, yeah, he hit some of the sheriff's units as well. And turns out, the daughter, the 15-year-old, was also shooting at the police. That's no true. So, when they crashed out in Hesperia, the sheriff's units just got, got out, fucking just started firing everything they had at these people. Um, they fucked the husband up and killed his ass in his truck. And the daughter had gone out of the truck and was running at the cops with a gun shooting at them, and they blasted her ass, too. Both of them dead. No way. I didn't know that. So in the matter of two days, a mom, a father, and a daughter are just dead out of this weird fucking just homicide. Bastards. Jeez, man, that's fucking crazy as hell. I didn't know that the daughter was doing that, too. That puts a whole different light on that thing. Yeah, that was the craziest thing to me. Yeah. I was like, how brainwashed do you have to be for your dad to be like, yeah, I just shot and killed your mother in front of your school. But, uh, you know, let's go. We're going to go for a ride. Oh, here's a gun. When we see the police, you need to shoot him. Like, how... For a fifteen-year-old, how brainwashed, dude! Like, that's crazy. So on the when they started chasing them again uh, from Barstow, uh, do you know if so? She she was shooting out of the vehicle too at the cops, like while they, yeah, they were running. In the passenger seat, and she was aiming a pistol outside of the uh, the passenger window. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And it's crazy. So the, the day it happened, this was two days ago now that the shooting occurred. Yeah. Um, the sheriff had went out and did a press conference and, you know, told the, all the news people, you know, this is what we know so far. This is what our evidence that we have so far suggests. Um, and then he, he didn't know exactly if she was shooting or not because she was in tactical gear. Like a tactical helmet and a, a bulletproof vest when she was running at the cops. Um, and instantly, like all of the little Facebook groups that Victorville has, um, you know, Victor Valley News Group, and, you know, uh, that Valdez guy that, you know, goes around all the things that happens in Victorville. Yeah. He, everybody instantly was like, man, fuck the cops. They killed the girl. Do not. Yeah. Fucking pigs, like all kinds of shit. And I'm like, you guys don't even know what the fuck you're talking about right now, though. Like, they don't know the full story. And then when it came out that she was shooting at the cops, I was just like, oh, all you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah. Oh, shit. There's a a very few ways that a a psych psych healthcare worker could have fucking helped that situation. You know, when it got to that point. And a psych healthcare worker would have been dead, too. Yeah. That's fucking gnarly. Yeah, I had no idea. That so I think this story is probably gonna unfold like some fucking crazy soap opera too when they find out everybody's motives and you know, who knows man. Yeah, probably. There'll be the lifetime movie. Yeah, there will be a lifetime movie. Yeah, they shut down the fifteen freeway going southbound, like all the lanes, all the on ramps. Um, I wanna say was Vera Valley to Ranchero. Yeah. Um, for like 
12 hours. A little over 12 hours, I think. Yeah. Like, it, the shooting happened uh, in the afternoon or in the morning at, like, noon, something like that. Uh-huh. And we didn't open it back up until, like, very early hours of the morning. Ooh. It's crazy. Yeah, fuck, man. No, they yeah, d- definitely... were mad at that shit, too. They're like, how are we supposed to go to work? I'm like, you're not... Go through the mountains, something. Yeah. Take the streets. Take the dirt road. Yeah. Dude. That's fucking crazy as hell, man. There's definitely some, some gnarliness uh, with the daughter and the dad versus versus the mom. My mind is yeah, I'm like, very creative right now. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I want to know what the mom did. To just deserve to be blasted out of school. Dude. Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> it's like uh, Hong Kong. Hi, honey. Come on, let's get in. We we're gonna go to lunch, and then you just hear the fucking dead in the seat, bro. Fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. I don't even know, man. Uh, right before you came back, me and uh, me and James were just talking about like the the gnarliness of the desert but this didn't even start in the desert this started in Fontana Fontana's fucking crazy too yeah man Fontana brought the crime to us how sad true it could have been anywhere this is just the stuff you hear about yeah exactly exactly yeah, don't get me wrong homeboy had a lot of tattoos and they made him look like a gang a gang bear yeah and I have a, I was kind of thinking about it I was like Maybe if he he didn't have that upbringing uh, as a as a kid and into his early adult life, you know, you think this would have happened today? Yeah, likely not. Likely not. I mean, that's hardly a. It's a. It's like an exception, you know, when people come out of uh, those places unscathed or at least like able to cope well with uh, with society, and like not become somebody who's a little bit like aberrant like that that's fucking gnarly man what did his uh, mugshot or his uh, how they portrayed him look how did he look it, it was just like a frontal face picture you know uh, they didn't show anything below the shoulders it was just like his head they make him look like he had a lot of like facial <laughs> go ahead I said, did they make him look like a bad guy? Uh, I don't know. He made himself look like a bad guy, to be honest. Like, it was just like a normal picture. It's like if they were to just take, like, a picture of the front of your face. It, honestly, it kind of looked like it was a uh, a mugshot that they had. all the news people had. Mm. It was probably from a prior arrest or something. Yeah. Yeah. And shit do with what happened. I'm sure he was in jail before. What were his pre uh prior charges or you know, he didn't go real. I don't over think any of that's come out yet. Let me look. What's up with his name? Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, I did hear about it, but I didn't hear any of those details about the chick running out and doing that. No. I was completely shocked hearing all this from Tim. Yeah. 
It is true, though, man. It's just what we hear about. I mean, shit like crazier shit is commonplace, you know, in other places. I was just watching a couple of documentaries about like Colombia and like just the gnar- gnarly shit that's been happening over there, you know, ever since um I don't know, ever since who knows when, who knows fucking when. It seems like it seems like in South America a lot of that stuff was happening um with the uh ingression of like western cultures onto onto that land <clears throat> they turned they turned the economies of various south american countries into like uh dependent on like extractive uh practices so it's like whenever you got that shit going on in a place it becomes a conflict zone like when they're trying to get this uh big brothers trying to get the natural resource out of the uh, country yeah yeah exactly destabilize the whole society cut off fucking access to food and water even though it's abundant you know poison wells mysteriously yep Yeah, you still checking that out, Tim? Yeah, there's not really much I'm finding other than like you used to live in Arizona. Some other weird shit. Yeah. Well, that's a fucking rap but sheet. I guarantee itself. within about a week, I think we'll start, you know, yeah. getting put out. Yeah. It's still very early. It's like, you know, even though the, the case technically is closed, they found the daughter, you know what I mean? And and everybody's dead now. There's not much you can do. Yeah. I'm sure they're gonna, gonna investigate the family and see what kind of fucking motives they all had. And yeah. Why it ended up like this. Yep. It's yeah. still terrible either way, good or bad, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. That's fucking crazy. It's like some legendary shit. Yeah. yeah and what, like, super crazy? Like, there was people, so this happened right at the Main Street Bridge. Yeah. And so cops just started swarming everywhere. So, like, no one couldn't really go anywhere. So everybody just started filming. And there's one dude that's in his car, and he's like, damn, whoever just got shot is dead for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just heard, like, hundreds of shots. Yeah. You just over. Yep. They protect each other very well. Yeah, and that's just crazy, dude. Like, because that's like right next to my work like imagine I'm just like on a delivery and then I just stop and I just like see that dude die I'm like that's wild that'd be crazy yeah all those people on that bridge their life definitely changed oh yeah oh my god man fuck can you imagine to see some kid doing that gnarly shit <laughs> yeah a little girl in tactical gear then the cops just shoot the shit out of her I'd be like what the just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, man. No thanks. No thanks. Whatever happened, that was some bullshit. And I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm really creative with my my storytelling right now. So it's like the mom was about to reveal some stuff. You know, couldn't let her talk. Yeah, I'm not. they had a plan. <laughs> what if mom got out of her cage and it all just went out to shit? Yeah, what the fuck? That was like some crazy uh, uh, Resident Evil uh, gameplay. 
you know, uncut scene that yeah. went down. No, no, I was like almost wanting one of them to like survive just so they can tell the story. Yeah, no shit, man. I'm fucking nobody survives that crazy shit. Uh, yeah, especially, dude. I'm just like, how can, how can it go from this? The story started as a as an abduction after a homicide into like Bonnie and fucking Clyde. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like they, something happened that that little girl was like in cahoots with her dad, you know. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I you maybe the mom didn't like her. Who knows, man? I mean, I've never been in a fucking crazy, fucked up situation like that myself. So I could only imagine the what mom. Uh, <laughs> the mom didn't let her go to the boyfriend's house. <laughs> oh damn! She was like, "That's it. You're dead." Yep. Where's my tactical gear? <laughs> Where's my helmet? Gosh, that's fucking fucked, man. I, I, uh, I was watching these uh, documentaries um, on South America, guys, and there's crazy shit over there. There's a new drug that's taking the place of cocaine. Um, and I don't know what it's called. Oh, what is it called? Tusi. You guys heard of that? No. All right. So it's like pink powder, and pretty much it's a it's a it's a crap shot to know what is in it. And there's a lot of people that make it, and they're like, oh yeah, we put uh they put all kinds of hallucinogens in there. So they put ketamine. Uh, some people put scopolamine for fucking some reason, the truth serum drug. Um, LSD. Uh, you name it, dude. Like they put all these psycho or uh, psychedelic compounds, and then they mix in other stuff like uh, what the hell is that? Um, well, meth. You know, usually meth, and then uh, fentanyl too. They mix in fentanyl because it's super addictive. And the kids, the kids took to it over there, according to all these documentaries. Three of them that I saw, and. Uh, they like it because it picks them up and it makes them happier and it doesn't have that like um that aggressive attribute that apparently uh cocaine does and makes them like stay up for fucking days and super enjoyable super like stimulant you know but they're like yeah that stuff is already it's already coming to america and replacing cocaine as far as all these uh people said in the documentaries now i don't know if that's like you know fear-mongering like usual or if it's true i think it'd probably be true people want to have a good time tusi t-u-c-i interesting yeah i don't know about that stuff but i know uh victorville and all of the surrounding high desert cities got hit with this little candy pill. Uh-huh. It's supposed to, it's, they're all different colors. So like some are red, yellow, blue. It's like all rainbow colored. And uh, it's laced with fentanyl. And it's related to two deaths in students in San Bernardino County now in the last uh, month. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did hear about that too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like a... Well, I guess I could have assumed that it was a thing. Yeah, and it, it's all just because it's got fentanyl, dude. Fentanyl is, uh, what's this? it's like 
Was it like a hundred times worse than heroin or some shit? Yeah, it's like fucking the most addictive compound ever. Yeah, and people, there's videos, there's a video on YouTube that I remember uh, extremely about that, and it's uh, this cop, he's like just going through like some random ass person's purse on a traffic stop, and like out of nowhere he just like seizes and falls. It, uh, it was a San Diego cop. Um, and he just like started fucking seizing up. Just all you have to do is smell fentanyl, and you're done for, dude. Really? Yeah. God damn. If 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 it's strong enough, like that's it. That's crazy. Shit. Cool. I know people were um. An- another documentary I saw. Uh, had to do with that drug scopolamine specifically and and in this documentary they called it uh, devil's breath and I guess what they do is like people would show up to clubs and it's this you know regular white powder looking fucking drug and they blow it in your face and they're kind of like as soon as as soon as this stuff gets in your face as soon as it's blown in your face or you breathe it in somehow, um, you're super suggestible to the point to where, that's why they called it like the truth serum shit uh, when the CIA was using it um, to extract information from people. And what they do is they blow it in your face and then they take you to the ATM and you willingly give them everything you have. And, you know, in the lucky cases, people are still alive. And they wake up like almost exactly 24 hours later in an alleyway, fucking butt naked. Who knows what the fuck happened to them? And they don't know either. You know, they can't, they have no memory at all. They're totally conscious in a way uh, during the uh, like affected period of scopolamine. But then afterward, it's just complete amnesia and empty bank accounts. Amongst other shit, you know, I could I could only imagine the the horrors that happen when you have complete control over somebody. That's crazy. crazy. Kids were telling me about that. Oh, really? Well, I guess the yeah, they'll do it to you in the club, and it's like the new date rape drug. Yeah. It's a new way to get Bill Cosby. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, uh, Fuck that. Fucked up. Yeah. It's not in the pudding anymore. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That that was definitely not a surprise. I mean, so much so much of those Hollywood dudes are like that, man. So many Hollywood people are like that. Hollywood's fucked up with all that stuff. Yeah, sucks for the the child actors get to get caught up in that the industry, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How can you not, man? I mean, you got all this access to like attention and fucking people and your your money that seems to come out of nowhere it's crazy i i don't know man i don't know there's only been a couple of them right that have like kind of made it through the past couple of years without being totally fucked yeah look what happened to um, uh like macaulay colkin the poor kid what happened to that kid Oh, just, you know, all the controversy with Michael Jackson and, then, you know, then, like, after all that controversy, that poor kid never worked again, you know? Oh, really? I mean, besides, 
him being an ugly an ugly kid, you know, after one or two movies, you know. Hey, I'm an ugly kid. <laughs> yeah, not, you're not that. You don't have a Hollywood face. No, that's true. Not that ugly. Depends <laughs> on what kind of this, which sector of Hollywood you want to work in. Me, uh, probably maintenance, forklift maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the one where you suggestively don't have to go to an island. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I do wonder if that's ever gonna happen or ever gonna come out, man. Like his his list of fucking people, you know. I bet you in like fifty years when they're all dead, it'll come out. <laughs> you know what was your job? Hey, you know what's crazy is uh, uh who is that uh who writes the stupid crazy horror bo- uh, books? Stephen King. Stephen King can and Disney can buy the rights to that movie and. Uh, I'm sure they'll make a big old series on it. <laughs> Stephen King's gonna do it? That's crazy. <laughs> I can see that. Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. No oh, shit. Doctor Who is fucking something. I don't know. Doctor what? Doctor Who, yeah. Yep. No way, man. That that guy that guy has to have the most important list on the planet. The second most important list. I don't know what the first. Hey, just quick side note: uh, you guys don't hear that dog barking in the background, do you? Not at all. Okay, cool, good. I'm sitting in my backyard, and one of the neighbor's dogs is like, kind of hears me sometimes, and will start barking a little bit. So I just want to make sure you guys aren't getting fucking spammed with it. Yeah, he thinks you're an assassin, dude. He's telling his people about the assassin talking on the phone, planning their demise. Yeah, he was like, I could have sworn he said he was going to take my dog food and my treats. <laughs> yep. Yep. But let's see. I, I did have a couple of topics. I just got to look them up. You guys, if you have anything, go ahead. I'm going to look through my through my little list here. Sorry, I was drinking a beer. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, me too. Oh, damn. <clears throat> well, guess what? I just ate a mushroom. About uh, oh, 30, oh. 30 minutes ago. Oh, did it taste good? You know what? I don't think they taste bad. I just don't think they taste bad. I don't know why everyone's like, oh, put it in a chocolate bar. No. Does it taste earthy? It tastes fucking earthy. It tastes like a taste, you know? It tastes like a fucking taste. But to, uh, to give... Uh, some kindness to people uh, that don't like certain tastes. I have t- tastes that I don't like, but I feel like I got a software upgrade. Um, my, my friend told me that uh, somebody told him because he was kind of like refusing to eat something. She said, uh, oh, try it just for taste. And just that phrase, like, it totally transformed my whole life. And like now, now I'll try pretty much anything. Even if it tastes bad, like I'll I'll try and ju- do some uh, little mental judo. Did they have it? Huh, that's a cool way to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it still tastes like rocks and fucking shit. <laughs> rocks, <laughs> rocks uh, taste like- all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Crunchy Crunch. 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 Oh, I know, huh? Yeah. I used to chew on... Or I didn't used to chew on rocks. When I was a kid, I, I used to keep rocks in my mouth. I don't know why. I didn't, like, chew on them or nothing. But I just, like, kept rock in my mouth sometimes. That's very interesting. Yep. You guys ever swallowed well, an ice cream? I mean, it's, it's similar, but, uh, you know, I used to chew on, like, the plastic bottle caps. The little thin plastic ones, not the big ones, the thin, thinner ones, the white ones. Oh, you had a preference there. Yeah. <laughs> Big what? ones would probably just fucking break your shit. <laughs> yeah, no, no shit. Uh, fucking, uh, you reminded me of, well, since we're talking about this, I, I have an admission to make publicly. and I. So I am really compelled to smell the shit out of uh, safety cones, like new safety cones. That fucking polyethylene shit, man. I just I love that smell for some reason. Makes me want to chew on them. I have no idea what it is. It's like something in my brain is fucked, and I just love that smell. Like that fresh from China plastic smell. Yeah, that Chineseium. <laughs> Honestly, I like the new car smell. Like when I go to a dealership, uh-huh. I definitely smell the inside of the car. Oh yeah, that yeah that that uh off gassing shit is pretty good too. <laughs> was it in, in flight? Yeah, was, Go ahead. I wonder what how many people they, uh, <laughs> I say, what do you think they pump into the casino of ventilation? Scopolamine. I know they pump. What they? What, what's the rumor? They put oxygen in there. You know? Do you think that there's like even like when you open up that car? You know that smell. You know, uh, it's like when you buy a pizza, you know, and you're on a diet, you know, and you smell it, you want to eat it. Do you think that there's anything in, in a car or like a casino, like in a brand new car that they pump in there to make you like, oh, I need this. <laughs> like, uh, Just make, make it smell good and then fucking tell the whole world, like, yeah, it smells good because it's clean. It's a brand new car. You need a brand new car. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we'll worry about the about payment. If you, if you want to sell a uh, like a brand new, you know, Mustang Shelby GT five hundred, you know, and you have a, a a guy in there, and he's sitting in there, and the salesman just says like a key word like "pussy," you know, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Say it again. And then you're like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. The there was a dude. Uh, he was talking about. Um, that he had this uh, this car and there was another guy that saw his car for the first time I'm gonna get this guy on he's pretty funny his name's Brad and uh, he said this Brad, other, this other dude Brad. yeah told him he's like oh man you're gonna get so much pussy with that car it's gonna be amazing like you're, it's so awesome you know <laughs> and uh, Brad was like well no you know, it's just dudes that notice cars. Like women really don't give a fuck. You know, they don't know why it's special. They don't care about the SRT tag. Sorry, women that do out there, but for the most part, they don't give a shit. And that's true. Because when I saw his car, I was like, "Hey, it's a pretty nice car." <laughs> he got He's me. Stop looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> the girls come look at it. Yep, they won't. Especially if you're working in a mechanic shop. 
about the badging, I guess, right? Yeah. I, I went looking at, at um, trucks. Um, and trucks are always overpriced, but especially right now. It's fucked. I went to the GMC dealership, and the first truck I saw was $87,000. And it's a GMC. It's a fucking piece of crap. Just a... Uh is it anything special, or is it uh, just like a fifteen hundred? Well, it had these um, it had these badges on it, you see, and they had words emblazoned here and there. Honestly, it just looked like the same boxy shit that they put out for years. Uh, maybe a little bit nicer, like accents here and there, a body kit. Like Volvo used to sell uh, the R Spec Volvos. It was just a body kit. Nothing special. <laughs> yep. Just the way it looked at it. Yep. Honestly, the trucks have been kind of expensive for a while. They have. I don't know if it's changed recently because I haven't looked. Um, but I know for like the last like year, trucks have just been stupid expensive for no reason. I think it's just because everyone started wanting a truck. Yeah, it's popular popularity. I wish that they would fucking remake the RAV4 convertibles. The first-gen RAV4 convertibles. Those are the best, best cars I've ever seen in my life. A RAV4 convertible? Yeah, you never seen them? It's a two-door, four-wheel drive, stick-shift, convertible RAV4. Badass. They're unicorns now because so many of them are just, like, gone, you know. Those are badass cars. Yeah, I'm looking this up. Or in Europe, um, I don't know why Europe and everywhere else gets all the cool shit. They get all the small stuff. I love small cars. But the second gen Rav4 that came out also came in a two door coupe with stick shift. We don't have we don't have those in the United States. Like I'd have I'd have to import one from Norway or some bullshit. It was kind of comparable to like that Geo Tracker. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. Is that uh, oh, it's a micro made car. Look up a uh, an Amigo. Oh yeah, the Amigos are cool. Cool looking. Yeah, the commercial for it is pretty cool. I think they had them like in Brazil or something like that. Uh huh. <laughs> I saw I saw a good uh, old Toyota Corolla convertible or a commercial, and is this uh, it's this woman, and she's like pulled off to the side of the road, or you think it's a woman, you don't know. Therein is the suspense. There's the hook. So these two dudes are passing by in their Toyota Corolla. And she has a Toyota Corolla. And the guy's the guy driving's about to pull over. Oh no no. The passenger is like, Hey man, why'd you why'd you pass her by? Why didn't you pull over? And the dude driving, he smirks and he goes, When have you seen a Toyota broken down? <laughs> and then the fucking the woman she takes off her wig she's like some gnarly gnarly looking grizzly guy you know trying to kill people or whatever that was a great commercial <laughs> they could never have commercials like that now they would get cancelled <laughs> twice yeah they'll be like what are you trying to say about that are you saying that trans people I are killers <laughs> so speaking of uh, gender uh neutrality uh-huh. uh, um, on the morning news they uh, announced uh, the new uh, new 
color of, uh, uh, sorry, the new Eminem. She's a girl. Okay. She's like a, a purple or a fuse color. Okay. And the news emphasizes, or Eminem's emphasize that she's the first female peanut. I mean, the first female Eminem to contain a nut. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Yes. So it's, that's it. You know, they go out with their spill. You know. You know. You know. They they're all clapping for themselves. You know because they did a good job. Uh-huh. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, hmm. it's really early in the morning. I'll just I'll just take it for what it is. You know. Okay. Purple you know, Eminem. She's a girl. Uh-huh. Who has a nut? <laughs> <laughs> the, the way I see that is like how how late are they this has been going on for years now and all of a sudden yeah. the M&M's is like <laughs> oh, our sales are down I think I, we're, we're gonna do it let's do it dude but well, that's, that's kind of... how many more characters can Marvel and uh, Avengers pull out of the box you know when you keep running out of ideas but at the same time you know the candy idea you just got to go with it what's going to sell more m&ms so you know they'll probably run out of like super cool super like superpowers like you know see-through fucking anything super strong they'll probably start tending towards like retard man he's got asperger's <laughs> and uh you can ask him a question and he knows everything but they no, that's he never forgets you just described the whole plot of Deadpool. Oh, I guess so, huh? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Undead retard man. Retard man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you already got the, the raccoon on uh, Guardian of the Galaxies. Yeah. Yeah, flying tree, you know, walking tree. I, uh, more characters. You guys, I think that guy was probably a little retarded himself because, like, all he could say is, "I am Groot." Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, he's like a Pokemon. Because <laughs> po- Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon can only say their own names for some reason. <laughs> you just fucked me up with that. Every fucking episode I ever watched of that shit. <laughs> so are you saying every single one of those Pokemons were just retards? Uh, they were special, man. They were special. They had abilities. That's special to everybody's hearts. Yep. That was, that was hilarious. You know what? I'm never gonna like look at my cat the same. You know, every time like he meows at me, I'm, the whole time I thought he was talking to me, just it's the same you know. It's just all in my head. <laughs> maybe we are all retarded at just fucking your shit well, hey, I, I found a, I found an interesting fact the other day um, that the United States is ranked 6th behind um, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Iran China and I forget which other countries um, in, ter- China. in terms of life sentences without the possibility of parole as well as executions of uh, prisoners it's weird not you know i know we're having fun but you know <laughs> now 
that WNBA chick, I forgot her name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why hasn't she been uh, executed yet? Because that. She's too tall. Like, you gotta think, like, she's too tall. <laughs> There's a, a monetary uh, price. Or what, how do you say? Yeah. I get what you're saying. There's a value of, of her. But they don't. Uh, <laughs> she just. I don't think she's up for death. Is she? She just. She just has to serve. Uh, uh, she just has like a fucking nine-year prison sentence or some yeah, shit. Yeah, some so, unbelievable fucking prison sentence. Yeah. And in a Russian prison, though, you know who knows what that's fucking like. Yeah, she's in the gulag. God damn, it's fucked up. Um. Yeah. No, Russia probably hasn't executed her yet because they're like. If we kill her, you know how many like liberal Americans are going to be after him. You just you just lynched a black. What's wrong with you? It's kind of it's probably true because R- Russia has been playing us like fucking violins on that whole shit for a long time. Like supposedly that a lot of this uh, strife and discontent and stuff, especially leaning left, you know, because it divides the country from whatever else. Uh, that they are the ones responsible for a lot of like the the hate mongering and all that stuff on social media. A lot of that clickbait shit. Huh. So, well, it is all propaganda. It's all second hand, yeah. third hand information. It's not legit. I mean, uh, we only see if if we're complaining that their uh, media is censored and China's news is censored, what, you know, what do they think about ours? You know, think ours isn't censored? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you know what's funny about that? So uh, the whole uh, thing with uh, the shooting that happened here in Hesperia. Yep. So one time I was watching the the news. As a, as a young teenager, you know, I'm getting ready for school, you know, and uh, the news was capturing the, the high-speed chase, right? And it ended like that, where uh, a car got off the freeway and got all high-centered on one of those little islands, right? And like three, four cops and, you know, cop cars ran up, you know, rolled up, you know, drove up next to it, hopped out of that car. And uh, they had uh, like little uh, like sub machine gun like machine pistols like MP5, and they fucking lit that car up live on oh, like live on TV, right? Mm, yeah. When I mean when they lit that shit up, it looked like honestly like some Secret Service shit. Really, yeah. the way they just went in there and just but oh, you know, like yeah. uh, so then it uh, kind of ended. I think that even the news people were like, "Wow," you know, and. Uh, you know, that it goes to a commercial for, you know, whatever. And uh, I waited, you know, like five, ten minutes. I'm like, man, this is a long commercial, you know. Comes back, and they just start talking about random shit on the on the news. And then, uh, like, I wait for, like, you know, the nine o'clock news. I waited all day for that news, you know, to re-air that, you know, the, the results of the high-speed chase. And uh, it was gone. Never before, to, uh, never seen again. Man. that's kind of like with the whole Nord Stream thing right now too like like I know the focus is on the natural disaster happening in uh, Florida but the Nord Stream uh, pipeline explosion 
and like the immediate blame on the United States for making good on their threat to interrupt that uh, pipeline is not being covered at all, man. I don't see that hardly anywhere on social media or anything. Like I was trying to look for it, and you can find facts, but you know, mainly it's like uh, mainly it's like almost like borderline insider uh people that are keeping track of it and like publishing what they've what they've seen or what they think about it but yeah there's there's no there's no popularization of that right now interesting there's a, a term in the that i want to say that the government uses i don't want to say the military uses it because the military is just a little a pawn of the government you know um, amongst all the letter agencies so uh, the the situation or scenario that you just described is uh, is called a Snowden, 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 Snowden. Like remember, like the guy who like leaked Edward? all that information, yeah. Snowden. Yeah, yeah. I want to say just just like that. And uh, what it is is uh, we'll just say if there's like some crazy disclosure going to happen or you know some freak event where a bunch of people you know see all the shit going on what they'll do is they'll introduce uh like a houdini move to distract your attention and they'll you know totally blow it up in the media and like um i gotta take a drink my beer here real quick yeah i need a drink of water too i'll be right back so what are you drinking but like a life yeah this is the second time I've got this it's a light Juanitas and then uh, it's called Hazy Wonder it's an IPA it's like around 6% it's not too bad very citrusy okay I was trying to find those platinums I like those a lot but I went to staters the platinums are pretty good yeah, they're potent, potent as well. Right. One beer I think you should try if you're into like citrusy beers is get Hangar Twenty Four. Their orange wheat comes in a uh, it's like an orange and white box. It's really good. Gets you drunk. What <laughs> <laughs> used to say about uh, uh is it natural light? <laughs> oh, natty ice, yeah. Mm. That was. Looking for a stronger beer, I was telling Tim. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I couldn't find one, so I had to go with a light beer. Ugh. Have you guys ever hey, tried so a fucking hairy eyeball? No, sure have. Yeah. That sounds like an STD. Hairy eyeball, no. <laughs> no. It sounds like it is, yeah. It's a nasty beer. That sounds <laughs> like you <laughs> could inside the eyeball. <laughs> the key, uh, keto crotch. Oh, do you got the hairy eyeball again? Yes, yes, coach. <laughs> keto crotch. <laughs> keto crotch. <laughs> that's kind of funny because, like, keto people, keto people, when they when they get out of ketosis, they have fucking really bad breath. That's like a really common side effect. <laughs> How do we stand on politics? Politics is a uh, a good conversation, or what? We that'd be a good way to get his band, probably. But I would just say politics is a business. I think me and me and uh, Sean said that in our, one of our last videos. Uh, they're they're paid liars. So uh, very true. 
Yeah, I was going to say because uh, November 8th, that's the uh, California election for a uh, new governor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure Newsom is definitely going to be getting booted. You think so? And if he doesn't. But the people love him. Yeah, the people love him. They see him once in a while. They hear about him. He's too worried about his hair and his fucking tie and his suit. <laughs> and fucking, fucking California up even more. Yeah. Or guys, do you remember uh, when they he was telling everybody like, "Oh, stay home and you know save lives," and then he <laughs> went out to fancy dinner. Yeah. You know the the you know the people who leak the information even you know like oh look this is his wine list he had and uh just the value on his uh wine list that he spent on his family is like uh equal to uh people's mortgage payments oh yeah and you know that's just a regular night what what about when he takes his secretary out you know shows her a good night oh yeah (laughs) that's called uh uh, what, what what do people get when they uh, so like people internationally uh, they come to America to live what do they what do they they have something that basically um, like they can break the law oh, because they have diplomatic immunity diplomatic immunity that's what it is yeah <laughs> she got diplomatic immunity there you go yeah. You know, she's expensive. Fucking secretary. She sucks his dick and he makes sure she stays out of trouble. Oh, sounds like a, a good way. Good job for some people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come. See, yeah, so I was going to say there's this uh, dude going for the election named Brian Dolly. And, uh,. You know, his whole story is his, his family are farmers and um, he's Republican and he wants to start funding schools again. He wants to start funding the police uh, back to what they had before. They He wants to stop crime, all that typical fucking yeah. electoral shit. Um, but he seems promising, dude. Like, I mean, he seems a better choice compared to Newsom. He wants to start drilling um, uh, California oil, too. Oh, that's bad for earthquakes. And you start moving all that oil and water in the ground too much. You start moving faults. Be a good way to shake things up. Yeah, you know, maybe that'll kill us off and you'd be less mouths to feed and whatnot. That'd be great. I'm down. I'll survive. I don't know about... Everybody else. Also, I don't know. I'm tired of paying seven dollars a gallon. So, hey, no shit, no shit. Especially because it's fucking fabricated. Because it's fucking fabricated. Like, uh, oh yeah, this. I was looking at the price of gas per barrel, and I think during the height of the peak, what was that? Maybe like a month ago. Um, per barrel, gas costed less than what it costed at an all-time low. I think at a certain point in the early 2000s it was like you know it's, it's just the the cost is there and I don't know where all these uh, other charges come from you know I really don't that's why every time I see the gas spike up like that I'm like oh damn well I guess the Saudi prince needs a new island 
<laughs> or he crashed his fucking Mercedes into his other Mercedes in double trouble. <clears throat> you know, it's sad that they announce all the profits, those oil companies, which I don't understand. Yeah. Why are you going to brag about your record sales? Well, can we know you're having record sales? Look at the pump. Your pumps have record numbers. Yep. I know the the the, the fucking audacity, dude, of all companies to brag about that shit right now is horrible. As a working person, that shit gets me furious. It makes me feel like I don't know, everyone's struggling, and then all of a sudden, the oil company like Chevron comes out and is like, "Yeah, we made sixty-two point five four billion more than we did last year." And it's like, really? No shit. Partner, good job. I guess, fuck. Yep. How's my, how, how's my blood taste? <laughs> exactly. How does my rent taste for you? Oh man. You know what if he said they're they're just uh, fudging the numbers. What if we're in uh, such a recession to the point where we just we have to put somewhere on the invoice or somewhere on the books? Um, as you said, there's no reason for gas to be up the high, but they're just raising the rate. So imagine, like I said, you know, you're as a, a failing business, all you have to do is just keep raising the price of said product, and as long as the public is buying that product, it, everything looks good on numbers. You know, imagine if they're actually just forging, because uh, you know it's inflation. I mean, of course it's inflation. You know, the they say that uh, we're in a recession because the percentage of the production is you know is down. You know, in two you know two quarters in a row, all you have to do is just keep saying, "Hey, you know, no, we're, everything's fine, everything's fine." Well, hey, why is the gas almost ten dollars a gallon? Just is, but everyone keeps buying it. Yeah, it's almost like like okay, like this. Like, go ahead, go ahead, go. Ahead. I was gonna say we need it. Yeah, we're forced to buy in this said product. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I was thinking about like the the lar- larger psychological um, picture, I guess, of a recession. And I don't know. For me, I'm very cynical, so I always kind of come from the same place. Uh, it's almost like the controllers. Who, who, who I'm gonna call them the controllers. I know it's really vague, but it's almost like the controllers uh, see that. We're getting a little bit too happy, you know. We're getting a little bit too uh, too groovy in our lives. And then here's this uh, manufactured thing. And it's going to bring them down a notch. It's going to make them depressed a little bit. They're going to have to work harder. And the economy is going to expand. And when the economy expands, their lifespans shorten because they were getting a little too long. And this is fact. When the economy expands, the average human life shortens by up to about like five years, uh, especially men too. Uh, and it's just like like a way to keep us at maybe like this happy medium, you know, to keep us from this tipping point of like jubilee almost. I have I don't know. Feels like to me. No, and that sounds super true, because when I was working for AutoZone, it didn't matter how many people called off. It didn't matter how many people were sick, um, how many people quit. Whoever showed up at work 
our goal remained the same. So if one person showed up or if 70 people showed up, they still expected us to get the same amount of work done. And there was a time where a, a lot of people quit. We were down bad. Like, we had very few people to do what we needed to get done. And we still accomplished it. But that took six days of 10-hour shifts and no sleep and very, very hard work. Yeah, why the fuck is that your responsibility, right? <laughs> and that's what we tried to explain to them, and they just didn't give a fuck. They were just like, well, we still have a goal and it needs to be done. The managers. We have five people for this area, and you guys are still working here, so we don't care. That's crazy. It's like a a bit of the disconnect of uh, management from the lower workers and the management, right? Management, you get paid more because you're held responsible for uh, the metrics of production, right? Whatever the metrics of production are for your particular job you're overseeing and you're responsible meaning that you could get canned if things don't look a certain way and so you have an obligation to uh, make the average worker work harder to meet these guidelines that will guarantee them either continued employment or bonus yeah and I think that's how our management saw it was just like they still wanted their bonus they still wanted to get paid and look good because we had three different shifts and you know how it is, you know, each shift is trying to look better than the other in, in any, any shape or form. And uh, the management there at that warehouse was, it was disgusting. Like that, that's the word I would use. Yeah. That, that's all they were worried about is trying to look good for the company. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. My, my, my supervisor's, right now actually they're pretty fucking cool dudes like i've never had cooler guys as my direct supervisor so i'm pretty pretty glad about that they don't push us too hard like it seems really more humane than at any other time in my life pretty thankful there you know bill rhodes is the ceo of autozone and there was a uh it was a a two-week period that our warehouse manager told all the little supervisors, hey, Bill Rhodes is coming, do what you can to fix the place up. Uh-huh. And so our our whole warehouse was looking like shit. Yeah. And so they made us stop early in the day to stop and just clean, sweep, pick trash up. They had the maintenance guys not even working on the equipment. Yeah. They The maintenance guys were like repainting the offices, trying to make everything look brand new and fucking perfect and clean on top of us trying to hit our goal. And so we still worked five, six days just because, you know, Mr. CEO was coming and we wanted our warehouse to look good. Yeah, God. Uh-huh. Yep. All that extra hard work, did it pay off? Fuck no. I mean, our bills got paid, but it wasn't worth it, dude. It's like we were working, I would say on average, of my two years working there, we worked five days. Like, I worked five day weeks. And it's like, you finally get home Thursday morning. You sleep all of Thursday. So then you have Friday and Saturday off. Or, no, excuse me. If we work Thursday on the five day, we get home Friday morning, sleep all of Friday. 
we'd have Saturday to do what we needed to do, and then Sunday you just relaxed before you went to work, and that was it. Yeah. A lot of us just had one day off for the average time being there, and it just it wasn't cool. That's too much. You man. know, I was making. We're making twenty to twenty-two dollars an hour, and it's like it's not bad, but you know, I'd also like to be treated like a fucking normal person. Yeah, as a wife, they always wanted to call us brothers and sisters too. <laughs> uh, I hate that shit. We're <laughs> a fucking family. Fuck that. Yeah, like we're all a family. We're all, it's just hard parts, guys. Don't we don't need you guys to get hurt. And it's like, all right, stop working the six days, then maybe we won't get fucking hurt. You idiots. Fucking shit balls, man. Yeah, I wouldn't work for an AutoZone warehouse again. I'd work in store. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the way they pay the people in store, I probably wouldn't. They're, they're making just over minimum wage, probably by a dollar. Really? Do you guys think minimum wage is uh, slavery? Before slavery? Yeah. Just about. That's where you. That's that's the threshold that at which you feel the closest thing to, I think, slavery because it's it's just enough for you to eat food probably, and like pay partial rent, but I think that's about it, man. Especially in California. Domino's just made me sign this paper that says. Uh, so Domino's for the longest time. Uh, said that you can't work over six hours um, and then just recently well I would say before I left by so this was 20 late 2019 they made us uh, stop working six hours and start working only five hours that way they didn't have to pay us like overtime and all that bullshit the owners so just recently they just came back out with the six hour rule Thing because it's California law, we're going to let you guys work the six hours, but nothing over it. And then on top of that, they made us sign a, uh, if you get COVID and you are stuck at home for a week, you have to keep in touch with your manager or the, the GM of the store. Because if you don't and you go over like five days without contacting them, um, it'll be considered a voluntarily job abandonment. Uh, abandonment. And they'll just fire you for it. Yes, they don't have to pay you the the COVID. As an employer, takes away the responsibilities. Uh, As of now, I I don't think that COVID uh, benefits are extant anymore. I think that they expired and there's no more. A lot of companies are expiring their COVID leave. It's crazy. And it's not a thing anymore. You know, how many people do you see get COVID nowadays? Uh, not too much. I suppose really that's what killed my grandma here recently. Yeah. What? What? Yeah, my Wait, grandma. Which one? Uh, my, my dad's mom, she uh, she passed here uh, like last week. Last week? Dude. Yeah. Oh, fuck, man. I thought you guys knew. I'm sorry. No, man. Shit. I'm sorry, James. No, I'm talking about... Uh, but yeah, she was in a, in a uh, living care home, and uh, it's like a week after she got there, you know, oh, grandma has COVID. It's like, you know, I don't want to say, oh, I'm not surprised, you know, but 
Yeah, because uh, you know, the last episode we heard that they had gotten split up and that she had went to the home. That was it. Yeah, but the information we were getting was really vague and second hand, so we, uh, like, I had to find out on Facebook, you know, that, you know, no, the, you know, it's kind of fucked up, you know, but man, we can't call you. So are they going to do a funeral? Um, yeah, but it's like weeks, weeks out, so. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, James, yeah. that's fucked up, man. But they, uh, yeah, she had, they claimed COVID. Yeah. Yeah, well, if you need anything, you know we're here for you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And if you want me to go with you to the funeral, if you're going to go, uh, I'll more than be happy to go for you. Yeah, same. Appreciate it, guys. But yeah, COVID is all I think I've been there once before. Oh, uh, yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, which we was down in uh, Upaipa. Yeah, we did the doors on the car. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You know, she was a real nice lady. Yeah, my dad just wasn't taking that great a care of her, so... Fuck. Just to show you uh, what happens when you you get older, because my dad's getting older too, but still no excuse. But uh, imagine how many uh, elderly couples out there that were their houses are in shambles because they could just barely live and take care of themselves. Yeah. Going, to, going to waste. That's so sad. I don't know. To me, it, like I haven't lost any of my parents. Thank God. But I, I think the toughest loss that you know I've I've had to grieve over is is the grandparents too. Because like the grandparent like you're you're the grown kid, you know what I mean? And they love you with them. They'll do anything for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's you know I've lost my, both my great grandfathers on this my mom's side of the family and my great grandmother all in the last you know two years, wow. two three years I would say and. Yeah, no, it, it really fucking sucks, dude. It's part of life, though, man. Yeah, it is life. You yeah. can't let it uh, overtake you. You just have to overcome. Yeah, and you know, hopefully, you had a good relationship and you talked to to all these people. That's what I'm trying to do too with the. Uh, with everyone in my family and trying to find out a little bit more about who they are and that's super important man i mean as as children's even your parents you know uh children's as children of uh your parents we tend to look at parents as like just a parent you know not uh not an individual with uh with a past and with opinions outside of you before you after you <clears throat> And I'm trying trying to do that because I think it's super important to get to know everyone on a on a personal level in that way outside of familial uh, lens, I guess. That's good perspective. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, gnarly, man. Yeah, well, again, man, I'm sorry. That's uh, it's gnarly. Yeah. So that was the last of. Uh, the grandparents of my family. Oh, okay. So now there's uh, my girlfriend's uh, grandma, who's been there like a, a grandparent, like for a lot of years. So uh, she's the last of uh, that mat- matriarch. You know. Well, I don't know how religious you are, James, but uh, 
you know, they, they do say, you know, in Christianity and all that, that, uh, you know, they, they still look over you. They watch you. And, you know, they, they don't stop loving you. And uh, they don't stop caring. No, she'll definitely be looking over the girls for sure. You know, uh, my uh, grandparents, my mom, you know, other family members before they died, they they always were talking about like, uh, hey, you know, uh, grandpa's here, you know, or you know, so and so's here in the room, and you're just like, grand, you know, like mom or dad, there's, there's nobody in the room. So uh, when my, right before my grandmother was going out, when she was still in the hospital, uh, she was trying to hand something to my grandfather who was sitting in the chair well you know he's been dead for years she kept on talking you know saying hey you know take this she was trying to hand him a blanket and uh she had uh told my sister later uh uh who did she say came was there to take her um but i don't like i said i don't know you know how many of your uh, elderly family member or parents you've been around to to watch you know pass which is sad to see go but they start talking about uh, certain relatives that are there in the room or there to, to help them. Yeah. Like, uh, it, it happens a lot, man. Towards the end of life, I, I read this book, uh, the, the Handbook for Mortals. I got it at Kaiser Permanente Hospital. Um, and it they have a whole chapter dedicated to that, to like, uh, it kind of like accepting that as a person that's like there with with the person that's passing and you know it didn't offer an explanation or a religious spin on it but it's just like a common thing you know that people come out they temporarily come out of uh let's say like dementia in old age and they recognize everyone around the room and that's pretty gnarly, man. I mean, you're at a you're at a very liminal, the most liminal fucking time aside from your birth, right? You know, some gnarly shit's about to happen to your consciousness, and stuff changes. The veil thins. It makes sense to me. I like. I, I totally believe that they're witnessing something that's that's real, right? Yeah. Well, they're experiencing uh, a hallucination in a way, you know, because their bodies don't. You know, breaking down deteriorating but yeah at the same time um, as you're leaving this vessel you know imagine what it's like to slowly break through to the the unimaginary other side yeah yeah totally uh, the star, you can call it the stuck the scar stargate yeah it may maybe I think that that may be a reason why I continue using um, uh, mushrooms in particular. I, I feel like it's a, it's a little bit of that, maybe like the, the lower level, like definitely the lower level, what am I talking about, of, uh, you know, the dissolving of your of your ability to hold on. That's, that's what it does for me. It's super therapeutic to me, but... You know, just he- hearing about that kind of reminds me of the psychedelic experience as well. I think they uh, want a lot of people to hold back or restrict them from experiencing a, a lot of these things that would actually give you a lot bigger opinion or a wider opinion of a lot of things. Yeah, I imagine anybody would have a different view of, of politics or, or any set subject after experiencing uh, LSD shrooms or something. 
Yeah. Here, take this this aid and read this book, and you know, don't stop reading this book till you're finished. You know. Yeah. Imagine what you can do to your mind by here. Take this, you know, glass of water, drink it, and read this Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, imagine how much of a experience you'd be having by the time you got towards the ending of where the sidewalk ends or let alone uh, to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, or, uh, you know, imagine that as some sort of uh, rehabilitation for a, uh, a racist person, uh, force them to, like I said, drink the Kool-Aid and then uh, make them watch some sort of uh, educational program in into your mind and see how you feel after watching, you know, we're experiencing something in a different light. Yeah, that's kind of like it, it's quite. I that's a fun thought experiment. Practically, it's like sociopathic, but I agree. I agree that that would be life changing for a lot of people. Which is why when I'm comfortable with people, that tip that conversation kind of typically comes up for me, and I'm not like a. I don't, I'm not like an evangelist, you know, for psychedelics, but. It's just that having experienced and then having been told other people's experiences and what it's done for them, I'm like, damn, like mo- most people I think should try an altered consciousness one time or two and like a serious altered consciousness, you know, like not just take one or two mushrooms. I'm talking about like you eat like half the bag and then you just lay on the floor and you just, you just, you discover what's there to be discovered, you know? That's crazy. You pet the cat. Make sure you do that. Oh, man. Imagine giving somebody, you know, a drug and tell them, here, pet this cat, and actually give them, like, a porcupine or something, or a cactus. It's very furry and soft. I don't know. (laughs) I would notice. I'd be like, fuck you. (laughs) There's a lot of stories, and this is very, like, this is deep religious, but... uh, Uh Uh-huh. You know, they always say a loved one that passes uh, comes back to you in, in a new form. You know, something new in your life, you know, uh, an animal, a new person, a baby, something like that. Yeah. That's very interesting. I don't know how true it is, but, you know, it definitely it's the wheels moving in the brain. Well, what do you think about cat in the background? You guys, you guys can keep talking. I'm gonna mute my phone and go to fucking see what the fuck you want. And just uh, bring, invite him on, man. Tell him he's welcome. <laughs> yeah, Fozzie, they do uh, the the first kickoff. Little door, see what he says. What do you want? What do you want? Nothing. You just wanted the room. Says I just went in the room. Oh, that's the other one. What do you want? <laughs> I have a. Go ahead. You say something, Bowser? First up. Nope. She had cats, man. She had cats. Okay. <clears throat> you know, speaking of she had cats, it's kind of funny. It's, uh, so when I introduce somebody to the podcast, you know. I asked him, you guys ever listen to podcasts, you know, you know, what do you think are, what is interesting to you about podcasts? And I'm like, well, you know, I have one, uh, 
me and a few buds and uh you know i'd like to read the description of the first episode to you <laughs> about shithead cats so i start repeating stuff and they're like what the fuck is a shithead cat and i'm like you know what's the episode <laughs> uh, uh, my fr- i had one dude at work actually get kind of upset at me i i read the description to him uh-huh. uh, and when i get to the part about the gay situation he's like well what do you mean the gay situation and so i explained to him you know <laughs> we're just talking about you know how it's perceived how we see it and i was like in the episode you listen if you do listen we're, we're not bashing gays you know what i mean yeah uh, and he just went on this little like i call it a little rant uh-huh uh, and the same dude that uh, i had told you guys that he was streaming his uh streaming the podcast on his twitch stream yeah he was there with me and yeah this dude was just like he's like well yeah if if they were to call like if you were to call him him or like if you want to be like hey man you know what's going on and they were like oh well it's really she her well i don't see there's a problem with that as long as they're telling you what they want to be called it was bullshit timmy did you just call her a shit her a shin I thought you you called that person identified as a shaher. Shakira. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I seen that chick with no panties one time in concert. It was kind of weird. Really? What happened there? Yeah. Well, she just walked on the catwalk where I was a, a security guard, I was like down in the pit, and I looked up. And she walked by, you know, it's a concert. Of course, I'm going to look by. You know, Shakira's walking, you know, yeah. with me with a skirt. And then I just looked at all the the parts, and I was just like, hmm. Wasn't like, I don't know what I saw there. <laughs> You're going to go with all the guys. But, I, but yeah, one boy really got upset about. Uh, you know what I was explaining to him, and he was just like trying to correct me on shit, giving his standpoint, and I was just kind of like, "Yeah, well, if you were to listen to the episode, you would know exactly what we talked about." Like, <laughs> he was he was legitimately getting upset. So he, he, he was canceling I do you. Believe we have our first hater. Oh, that's good, man. That's great. Oh, oh he actually got truly upset. Yeah, because he was telling me, he's like, he was trying to, like, correct me on some shit, because, like, you know, I, I told him, you know, we, we had talked about, uh, you know, the way they act, and, you know, what had happened recently, and all that good shit, mm-hmm. and then he was trying to, like, correct me on, uh, you know, what I was trying to say, and I was just like, man, you're tripping. Well, like you said, you gotta have a hater. I'm sure we we could piss off a lot of people real easily, but oh, I'm sure he's not the first either. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. I don't care. Right. I don't care. If they at can't all. handle the, the the legit propaganda, then then they need to move on to something more sensitive. Yeah, more strangled. It's <laughs> time for another beer. I'll be right back. Cool. <clears throat> I was thinking about eating another mushroom, but I don't want to be up all fucking hours of the night, man. Yeah, I'm off work tomorrow, but I just I don't like being up so late. It throws me off. Fuck it, do it. 
Uh, okay. I was going to say, well, if it's any consolation, it's morning in Japan. It is morning in Japan. You know, thinking about Japan helps you all the time. I know that they've already been hard at it for hours, hours before us. Yep. With their very mobile lower backs. From all, uh, all that bowing. Cool. <clears throat> you know what's funny is the uh, the Simpsons, they say they uh, they tell the truth about the time travel. Not time travel, yeah, but uh, Matt Groening being a time traveler. Really? You know, there's, there's an episode where uh, they show, they order something like, you know, over the phone and they ship it from Japan and the guys are working, the guy's sick and he coughs on the box. He puts like the visible spores inside the box and when it gets to uh, America, it makes everybody sick. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of the workers said uh, to the other worker, he goes, hey, you won't tell the boss that I'm sick, will you? And he goes, no, I've been working with a shattered pelvis for six weeks. <laughs> okay. But they uh, uh, just go to show you how far you'll push yourself being sick just to go to work. Yeah. That's like, uh, that's why they have that uh, lying flat movement and shit. I think we talked about this already before in, Ch- in China, um, where people are just like, like, damn, like, work life is so fucked that there is no redeeming it now. Actually, I'm just gonna work as minimally as possible in order to meet my basic human needs. And that's it. You know, no aspiration, no driving for anything above or beyond that. And it's called the lying flat movement. I'm sure that there's an equivalent in Japan and all those other places. Uh, pretty sure in South Korea and Vietnam they have uh, similar things too if I'm not mistaken but I'm all about that life too man if I could just work part time and have a roof over my head for the entire entirety of my life I would do that well someone's got to pay for your food well they said that a lot of those people that are lying flat are just have uh, parents just like here in America where all these kids or, you know, 30 years old, still living home with your parents. Sorry, Timmy. Uh, but you just what? move out before you move out before <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> uh, it's the norm for your, your kid just to stay at home and uh, live. So virtually if Tim didn't go to went to work and just stayed at home playing video games, Timmy would be lying flat too. I'm going to let you have it, Tim. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh-huh. On my defense, my <laughs> birthday was uh, two weeks ago now, and uh, I turned 22. Happy birthday, Tim. Uh, yeah, remember, he doesn't have the fucking problems that we have with merging calls. Uh, hey, I, 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 I can merge a call, yeah, it's all fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I kind of, it, it's fucked as it is. I, I kind of am a part of that because, you know, I'd, I'd rather not travel down the hill to try and find my job. A better warehouse job or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there are warehouse jobs up here, of course, but uh, you know they don't really pay that well. And if I were to go back to AutoZone's warehouse, you know, I'd, I I still would be making about the twenty-two dollar an hour mark. But uh, is it worth dealing with the bullshit again and the traffic? No. I I will answer that for you. No. And anybody else that's interested in that shit, fuck that. Yeah, man, there's no, yeah. there's no merit to it anymore. 
you know it's like i told my younger brothers too they're 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 getting through college they're almost done and like i just encourage them to like like dude like stay home you know the situation is fucking stable uh get your life in order before you head out like for me i was too antsy man i was way too antsy for for psychological reasons i guess but uh i left and i was fucked man when i really think about it i was fucked i was happy but i was fucked (laughs) something came to mind what if we created the legit propaganda house whoa (laughs) that that'd be wild yeah you know the the three of us come together (laughs) hey there's just creating puppet podcasts that'd be wild (laughs) That'd be awesome. That, that's like the there's those dudes that do Twitch together, right? And they uh, they own a home. Yeah, like the uh, like the streamer houses and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's just cool. I'm actually in the middle of a uh, a vlog series. It's like you know, seven eight hundred episodes long of these people that uh, played uh, professional Call of Duty, and uh, it's this whole like you would consider it like a. Um, like a gaming organization and the, the owner of the whole organization, you know, spring or uh, vlogged every day for like, I want to say 500 days. And then they moved houses and then he vlogged for like another 200. Yeah. And, you know, it's possible. Dude. Everyone just kind of comes together. It's just in, like it. Mm-hmm. It's easier said than done, you know, easier said than done, but it's easier than going it alone, man. Yeah, very true. You know, spending, you know, $1,500 on an apartment by yourself compared to splitting it three ways or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's hard as shit. That's almost exactly what I'm paying for my apartment. Uh, it's a little over that by 50 bucks. And let me tell you, that's it's, wild, uh, yeah, it's fuckered, man. I hate it. When you look at the quality of I things. I made that in like two weeks. Yeah. Or uh, not two weeks, but in a whole month. Yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> it sucks to pay this much. Fuck Redlands for all the the hype and you know trying to keep a certain kind of person out of certain carts. That's kind of lame. But uh yeah, man, it's totally not worth I think to a certain extent like pursuing uh, a higher level of employment or compensation sometimes because well, especially if it means that you just want to go it alone because you have some kind of fantasy about what's going to happen, you know, because there's no, there's really not much out there that can happen to you in a positive way, like immediately, long term, maybe, you know, you build your rental history and you do your own thing for a while. It's cool. But I think for now, given especially the whole recession thing, whatever the fuck that is, it's like it's kind of dangerous, it's kind of foolish, you know, unless you already have a contract or some something going on like that. So I'll admit, uh, our landlady is super cool. Uh, when we first moved into this house, I, I think my mom has been living here about four years now. Uh, we pay nine hundred and fifty dollars for a house. For a house, jeez. For a house, and it it was built in the nineties. It's got three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Like it, it's a nice house that should probably would be worth about fifteen to sixteen hundred at least. 
so we had a nine thousand dude and you know we're extremely lucky for it and very lucky and grateful that you know the rent has stayed the same this whole time but uh yeah well, the struggle would definitely be real if we didn't have that yeah that's for sure that's that's a good situation man and, and the plan is eventually when i get like a decent fucking job you know this is could be years from now could be tomorrow uh, you know i want to buy this house this house is nice it's in a great neighborhood all the neighbors are quiet you know there's hardly ever i want to say hardly ever like there's never any crime over here like you never see the cop nothing and it's next to a school next to a church like it's it's definitely like a uh, more expensive neighborhood i guess you could say uh, I, I definitely want to buy that this house because you know, eventually, the uh, the revenue from it would be great. You know, if you were to sell it or rent it out. Yeah. Hey, whatever happened uh, to that house in Feeling, James? Uh, I never got a chance to go look at it. Is it still up on the market, or did somebody take it? I don't know. I probably should look into it because they just raised my rent. Oh, they probably be for, and they're gonna raise my rent here in six months from now again. So, how much you paying for the apartment now? Uh, they raised it to twelve, twelve seventy five. Damn! Don't get me wrong. I don't think twelve seventy five is is it's good for that area for that apartment. No, it's high. Uh, everything else is high as well, no matter where you go. Yeah, which is very true. You know, I definitely can stand by that. Everything else is going up all the doors. But it cost me thousands of dollars to move. You know, yeah, so. special transport for the cats. Well, well it could be in if you think about it. Like, how many U-Hauls do you think it would take to uh, fill your apartment up and take it over there? Oh, one big one. One big one, you think? Yeah. I don't know, dude, but with free labor, like, I would have definitely help you move. Like, I think we can do it for cheap, dude. But compared to... You know, you probably have to put a, a deposit down and then probably they want first month's rent or whatever. It is like that's when, when it gets expensive. Yep. You got to save up a small fortune, dude, to move. It's true. And then utilities. Yeah, Sometimes you got to set yeah, up utilities on your own and all that shit. Which is crazy. Like, you know, you'd be in a shitty situation and have just enough to move, but it's like, and you're still in a, city, a shitty situation because you spent all your money. <laughs> and it's now, like you try and better yourself, but you can't because everybody's just after money. Yep. That makes sense. <laughs> it's a business. That's why the, you it know, is a business. Pe- people are, have tried and are trying to do all kinds of stuff to get out of this shit, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of Phonehenge. Did you hear that, about that? Uh, kind of, I think so. It was in the 
it was this group of friends i think it was like like some large group of fan friends like eight couples uh got together in the high desert i believe outside of lancaster somewhere and they just bought this big ass property and they were just like you know we're gonna stick together and we're gonna fucking live here and they made like all kinds of cool sculptures or not sculptures like um i guess it's a form of sculpture but creatively styled buildings and artifices out of uh, telephone poles and then i forget how many years they lived like that but they were good man they looked they did they stuck together they looked out for each other i'm sure that there were issues here and there but no different than apartment issues i imagine especially if everybody had a form of like uh, shelter that was satisfactory but then the fucking uh, regulators came in and said oh this is unsafe and this is unsafe and this is unsafe and you guys got to get the fuck out of here and they just made their life shit and they kicked them out sounds like something uh, I want to say the government but the local authorities would do such garbage if your building falls on you because you built it yourself well you know sometimes destiny happens um now, it sucks if it falls on, you know, some unsuspecting person or some child or whatever. I understand. But for the most part, like, building codes are just out there for money, dude. Like, building codes are just, like, these outdated piece of shit fucking laws that prevent people from being able to afford things. Yeah, code enforcement officers are piece of the shit, dude. Like, I, I get they're into it for, like, you know, the money. You're you're in a city job and you're just doing what you're told, but... At the end of the day, it's like, if I have a few weeds in my yard, who fucking cares? Oh, the HOA fucking cop. Yeah, those those guys. Well, HOA is just fucking Karens and Darrens. <laughs> yeah. My yard looks perfect. How come yours doesn't? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I will place Something a ticket did. on you. Uh-huh. Dude, that shit is real. So, my friend, uh, Brian... I'll invite him on too. He's a cool guy. But uh, I used to live with him. I used to rent a room in uh, Highland. And I like to look at the fucking clouds. I'm one of those people that likes to look at clouds. And I, I decided to lay on the ground in the driveway, out out of sight, kind of like tucked away, you know. It was a very sleepy street. Nobody was out. I didn't spook anybody. But I was laying in the driveway, looking at the clouds, just being there you know and then the next day he comes and he's like hey were you like laying on the ground and all this stuff yesterday i was like yeah why he said because the neighbors were concerned thought you were on drugs and they asked me if you were on drugs and well i smoked weed at the time so i technically was but not like that you know they were like and that's one of those neighborhoods, too, where if you don't mow, mow your lawn, they'll fucking send the police or some form of the police out and harass you about it. So what happened with your cloud watching? Nothing. I continued. You know, I wasn't doing anything fucking illegal. It's just that that stupid disorder that Karens and Darrens have. They're just like, they're unsure. And if they're unsure, they want to kill it. They want to get it out of here. Yeah. It's like somebody somebody in that neighborhood was looking out the window and getting worked up seeing me relax on the ground. 
humans shouldn't be laying on the ground. I guess it's, it's usually some Karen that you know their husband has a good uh, some sort of trade job, yeah. and the little Karen gets to stay at home all day, and you know, just presented to all this wealth that the husband is bringing in for his hard work, and you know, when she looks out the window, she wants to see this, you know, peachy keen, you know, neighborhood, and, and oh, oh, there's a sunflower growing out of the yard. Oh, that's it, yeah, bro. You see this man's yard? Oh, I can't take it. We need to. Everybody needs to go against this person for this sunflower. I don't like sunflowers. We need to cut it down. Then they leave a letter at your door. Your door. Oh, the HOA. Uh, we we can't have this sunflower in here because it's dangerous to the neighborhood, and uh, we need to chop it down, or you're going to be fined. And you pay him Who for that shit. Cares? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? It's a flower, my dude. Like, yeah, those HOA fees are expensive too. Yeah, yeah you, they are. you pay, you pay, you fund all that. It's like extra taxes. Man, I got a cat. Yeah. I know you guys can hear this cat. Yeah. Well, he's chiming in on the yeah, HOA, so man. I, I want to shout somebody out. Uh, we're an hour and forty in. Uh, my buddy Ryan, he uh, he works at the same same Domino's I work at, and uh, yeah. you know he's, he's an artist too. Like if, if you were to go to his website and look at his art, he uh, he's got some really good art, dude. Like there's one that uh, I'm in the process of buying. I, I definitely want to buy it, and uh, it I don't remember what it's called. Fuck, it's something to do with a a, a dolphin that has a gun. It's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Well, anyway, he's the same person I, I had uh, messaged you guys about that. Um, during his Twitch, his Twitch stream, he was playing our podcast in the background. We had a lot of people, you know, come into his Twitch stream and tell us, you know, how interesting the podcast was, and that we're going to listen afterwards and all that good shit. I just want to say, you guys need to go to orkorktown uh, dot com and. Go give that a visit. Sure, yeah. Because yeah. If, if you like art, um, that is the place to go. It has some very one-of-a-kind pieces. Uh, definitely a, a website you should visit for your art. Right on. Right and, on. And you can consider it a first sponsor, technically. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, listening hours for listening hours, perhaps. Yeah, totally. Yeah, shoot, shoot me a link and then I'll put it in the description so people can go. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. What kind of art does he do too? Uh, I don't know if you can access it right now, but in our little group chat, I'll, I'll send the website link. Right on. I used to paint a lot. Man. Yeah, but you guys, uh, did you guys ever do visual arts? Yeah, it's been a while. No, what are you talking about, dude? You, you're drawing that fucking cat that you're perfecting. Oh, uh, that's going to be a, a children's book here before long. Nice. Um, yeah, that was drawing design. That's where that originated out of. Drawing design like a instructional? Um, I don't know. It was something we started doing in high school, and it was just like, they were just like teaching us all the stuff and they said you know one day they said you know you gotta make a character and 
you got to run with it, and then let me hear this cat. So, uh, I definitely thought I was prepared for that. It's BorfBorfTown.com, B-O-R-F, not Bork. Okay. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to send a link to you, and we'll get that in the description. Cool. Hey, funny thing, too, if uh, if any serial killers or whatnot wants to come and meet me, I'm going to be at the San Bernardino downtown uh, art walk when that happens. I'll be there. Just saying. <laughs> what, what art, art shows? <laughs> uh, it's like uh, in they they hold it right next to all the government buildings in downtown San Bernardino. I think it's E Street, and it's a bunch of artists and um, they're just selling their shit. You know, uh, my my girlfriend's gonna have a booth, and she sells all manner of stuff over there. I'll put her link in the description too, just for. Uh, just for bumps. Yeah, the painting I'm trying to buy is called uh, Flippa with a Clippa. And it's a dolphin with uh, blood squirting out of his little hole. Ooh. With a, uh, looks like a Glock. <laughs> it's always a Glock. And there's a little bubble. Like he's talking in the distance. Eee! It's kind of funny, dude. <laughs> Glocks have a bad rap, man. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, an effective uh, tool that people just uh wanna you know hate on well you know that link i sent you you know the where they were walking around with a fake uh petition to ban uh plasma rifles yeah yeah it doesn't even, even exist and uh we would have banned it you know <laughs> can you imagine if that shit existed though plasma rifle yeah get evaporated dude It'd be interesting. Dude, oh man, you would hear that all the time. Just fucking everybody solving their problems all at once. Like imagine this when cops carried and you just hear like, get down, get down on the ground. Uh, he's got a gun. And then you just hear, pew. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> get evaporated. Like. <laughs> That'd be a horrifying sound. <laughs> Not so friendly. That's hilarious. Yeah, this fucking cat is uh, jealous. I let my cat in the in the room. Let's see what he said. You see anything? Hi. Have another beer. Tell tell the people in America. You tell them. Get out of here. <laughs> tell them and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm still I'm still mildly affected by the mushroom. I, so I only ate one full cap. And it wasn't enough to do much of anything aside from raise my attentiveness. But I think well I've been told that I have a high tolerance to psilocybin. So it takes it takes quite a lot to do anything like beyond this right now. never experienced mushrooms yeah i don't recommend it to so anybody did you take that second mushroom oh you know what no i was enjoying the uh the stuff it's already 10 p.m man i don't think i'm gonna take it <laughs> i don't know yeah we're we're close to the end probably by an hour so 
Yeah. It's probably not a great idea. Yeah, then I'll just be by myself. No, I won't be by myself, but I'll be too much for my girlfriend, so I'll probably end up being by myself. <laughs> Maybe we can make this the longest podcast. James doesn't have to call off work. That's it. Oh, dude. Sorry, man. The shitbirds were active last night. That's all you have to say. <laughs> I'm in my, uh, to my second tall can. I got one, a third one left, so we we still got a good half hour at least. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know the. I I don't recommend psychedelics for everybody, but at the same time, I I do. Just not the crazy people, dude. Like, and by crazy, I mean like the violent people. You know, you know who you are. <sighs> Fuck off. <laughs> You don't think maybe that might balance people out in a, in a way? Possibly. What if you give them their, their daily oatmeal? Just like in the, in the Matrix. Remember when Neil, Neil, or whatever the fuck his name is, yeah. when, when Keanu, he, they give him his food, and he's like, what is this? And they go, well, this is what we eat. It's kind of like, you know, this, but you'll get used to it. Don't worry. Imagine what, what type of uh, food they would have to uh, give somebody... You know how we were talking about it, the what the futuristic uh, gaming and the internet's going to be when you just get locked into the, the you know, the underverse, and then uh, what type of food do you have to eat? Imagine like what type of special oatmeal you're going to have to consume. It's going to have you all know? the vaccines in there. That's for sure. Vaccines, a little bit of mushroom, <laughs> lots of mushrooms. The possibilities are unlimited. The Matrix is so cool, isn't it? It's like a fucking uh, immortal movie. I think it's going to be relevant all the way up until, and maybe even after that point where we kind of merge our biology with uh, with technology. Hey, you know what? I was, I was going to ask something. I was watching the dish and I was thinking something. And uh, so when they do make the, uh, when Tesla comes out with the new uh, sex bot, yeah. you know, and uh, they're trying to give these uh, robots uh, artificial intelligence feelings and, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Is it is it rape to the robot? It's not like the, you know, the robot's really consenting to, you know, pl- uh, you know pleasuring you. There's going to be advocates, you know that. Raping a robot. Well, she's not like, oh, is she going to say, oh, no, don't rape me, no. <laughs> or are you just going to put no, her in? don't touch my no-no square. Are you going to just put her on uh, sleep mode? <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Who knows, man? Like, I think it depends on the level of artificial intelligence that you order from the factory. <laughs> right. Like, is she going to have the ability? Like, I bet you that's going to be a feature of androids like in-home androids like what the level of intelligence do you want uh, a sentient being or do you want a being with sentience um, that specifically is programmed to not go into this 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 and this and this it's going to be fucking exhaustive but I bet you they're going to have that shit Well, look in the movie A Total Recall when he was ordering his memory. When they asked, "What kind of woman do you want?" You know, blonde, brunette. You know, athletic. You know, mm-hmm. you know what type of attitude do you want her to have? Yeah. You know, her demeanor. 
Uh, imagine ordering your sex box, and then, you know, when you're ordering it, you tell me, I like me a fighting type of woman. Oh. You know? Do you have a domestic violence uh, chip? <laughs> Just don't make her too strong. <laughs> Please. <laughs> don't equip That's her fun. with the fucking Muay Thai. Hey, think about it. You know, that might be a kink. You know, imagine there's got to be a squirrel mode or a panda mode. <laughs> a tuna mode. Yep. Yeah. No, man. The, the, the course that people are going to order into uh, their own robot. I'm not going to lie, though. I, I would order one. I would order one, especially if it can do, like, tasks for you, you know, like actual tasks. Like, say if, if they have uh, they have an Android that's like R2-D2 and it has these little very finely articulated, uh, like, I don't know, mandibles or claws or hands, whatever they they end up being. I would love that little thing. It'd be like, here, fix this, uh, fix this thing I have. And it can do it. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, especially repairs. Yeah. Or hacking someone's computer. Yeah, there you go. That, that's one thing that I don't know like a humankind is going to have to reach like a state of altruism if we're going to merge our, our consciousness with uh, with software and whatnot. but I don't think that that's going to ever happen like I don't I really don't think that human beings will be through and through over being shitty to each other or maybe maybe we will I don't know There there was a golden age that I believe in you know well, hey, you, you remember, or did you ever watch uh, the movie, uh, is it 2001 Space Odyssey? Uh, I don't think I've seen that one. Well, no, I've seen that, but I don't remember shit about it. Well, there was an uh, uh, AI computer that you know, ran the ship, and he was training with the other astronauts, and, uh, you know, uh, the computer watched a interview of the astronauts you know, like on before they're, it's like day before they're going to go to, you know, you know, their mission. And, uh, the news reporter asked one of the astronauts, you know, uh, do you feel that, uh, they're talking like, you know, how the computer does a lot of work, you know, as a major part of the team. Yeah. And the astronaut said, team? He goes, how's not, how could it, how be a member of the team? He's not even human or something like that. And they're like, no, we don't, we don't see that he's part of the team. Well, after that, like the robot, like sabotages like the mission, because he got jealous, just because uh, you didn't identify him or acknowledge him as being a part of the team, one of the guys. You know, robots can't, you know, get emotional reaction. There was this thing I saw. It was like at a museum, and it. Uh, I don't remember what it was called or where it was at, but uh, this robot was powered by basically oil, and he had this little like uh, scraper thing. It looked like a squeegee almost. And uh, towards the end of its life, its oil started to seep from it, and it would start scraping its oil back towards itself. And uh, at at the end of its life, like right at the ending days. Uh, so much oil was seeping out of it like it was, it, the robot was just scraping it towards itself as fast as it could 
uh, until it eventually ran out of oil and stopped working. And it's like, you got to think, it's like, you know, they want to live just as much as we do. You know, if you if you take it that far, it's like, you know, there's robots nowadays in warehouses that, you know, pick product and shit like that. But, you know, if it, you make it for a certain point, like a, a certain aspect, you know, it's eventually going to learn. It's a technological, you know, system. It's, it's all about learning. Yeah, definitely true. <clears throat> Yeah, that's the that's that's what I'm that's what I mean, man. Like I don't know, like if if it happens, there's there's a reason why people fear it. Elon Musk is all about spreading fear about it, and it's realistic to fear it because of uh, the the nature of I think biological life. You know, competition maybe. And if you don't have a higher level of consciousness in, in, in better words, like a, like a, a spiritual kind of uh, moral compass developed into uh, software consciousness, I think it is a danger. You think you go like Skynet status? Uh, possibly. Do you think we could uh, put barriers in place? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, we would have to somehow invent like a or somehow ensure that the machinery that we apply artificial intelligence to is not something that could overcome us in some, you know, in any capacity, I guess, like, you know, kind of keep the hardware disjointed maybe. And that's where androids are kind of scary because androids can walk around on their own and do what they want to do. If if they're fully crystallized, you know, if they're fully, like, manifest. But I don't know. I don't know. I think it's rational to, to be fearful. I think it's also rational to have some, some hope that we would engineer maybe an artificial intelligence that possibly could be totally satisfied fulfilling the programming that we give it you know and still have some level of sentience uh thinking that it has free will i don't know i don't i don't feel any guilt with that especially if it's software you know they they made a movie about that shit uh with will smith i robot oh Is yeah yep yep Do that. the robots had feelings and shit yeah. Imagine the robots like, don't call me a robot. <laughs> I don't identify as a robot. Yeah. <laughs> I identify as a musket. A musket. <laughs> Sorry, the cat was making a bunch of noise again. It wasn't even at the door. Yeah, I heard him going, meow, meow. As <laughs> soon as I walk away from the door, he see. <laughs> Damn shithead cats. Shithead cats. They're cool, though. I petted a... So I had an opportunity to pet a cat the other day. I was walking, doing a night walk. And uh, this random cat came out, rolling around in the dirt. That was nice. I fucking miss cats, man. I love cats. What neighborhood was that? So I can warn them that there's a serial cat pedestal on the, on oh, the, uh, the run. 
I'm sure they saw me on their fucking system of ring doorbells, petting <laughs> petting their cat. There was motion in front of your house. Oh man, ring doorbells. That's a whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. No shit. I think I think that for the people that own them, they're a source of anxiety. Uh, but I could see why you'd have one. You know, so the ring doorbells, they're supposed to, when you connect them, they're supposed to replace your old doorbell, you know, a little chime. Uh-huh. And then they record you. Well, you know, as a pizza delivery driver, you know, I come across them basically every house that I go to. Yeah. And what I've noticed is some people just have them at a little video thing. You know, I could press the doorbell and someone will be there, you know, within a minute. And I can hear the doorbell inside their house. Well, some people, I press the doorbell button and no one comes to the door until I, like, actually call them on my phone. And it's like, if you're going to buy something like that, especially because they're a little they're a little expensive, they're a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, you think you'd have it installed correctly instead of just having it there just to have it. Dude, people are stupid. They sell fake uh, security cameras too, so I don't know. Yeah, because there's a new neighborhood house in Eucalyptus in 395, uh-huh. and all of those houses have ring doorbell cameras. Like, they came stock with the house. Really? Who? I don't know about that shit, man. That seems like some Chinese fucking shit. Like, yeah, they definitely have uh, access to your stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how valuable that information is to advertisers when you're coming, when you're going, what you're doing, what you're dressed in, what you look like. Well, you see how you can register your ring with the police? No. Yeah, so we'll just say, like, uh, if the shootout had persisted down in that neighborhood that Timmy was just describing, yeah. it was out front of their house. Would they go to do their investigation, or I'm sure they could do a live footage that if the address is registered, the cops can uh, watch that uh, stream, that video stream, or review it later. Really? This was a few months ago. Uh, someone in Old Town, Victorville, uh, their house literally exploded while they were inside. Oops. I don't remember what the cause was, but like, the shit literally exploded. Like, the whole house just boom that's it well the neighbor across the street had a ring doorbell camera and the doorbell camera caught the whole house just blow up in a whole just mushroom cloud fucking flame yeah did they ever find out what it was um I don't remember exactly but something to do with a uh a gas leak that Edison was supposed to, not Edison, but uh, Southwest Gas was supposed to come out and fix. Supposedly they had come out and said they couldn't find a gas leak. Or, I don't know exactly what happened, but all I know is the owner of the house has a, a, a lawsuit for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, so they weren't home? No, they were home. What I don't know if it was a renter or an owner that lived in the house, but, uh, you know, they got third-degree burns. They were in the hospital for a little while. Yeah, but there was there was definitely a gas leak. Yeah, kids, uh, the fucking house exploded. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I was a little paranoid of fucking Edison trying to come to our old place and install their uh, their new five G um, remote activated 
like smart monitor i think they call it or i forget smart something and it's like a it's a 5g transponder transmitter kind of deal and i for one even though i'm surrounded by it i'm sure and i've been surrounded by it for years i don't want that shit around me like i, I literally bought this iphone because it's the last iphone that doesn't support 5g I think that shit is garbage, man. I, I just uh, Southwest Gas was trying to give you like five G internet. No, they uh, Edison was is going around, and on most homes they're in, they're installing these uh, new meters. And I think I think actually oh, the gas company okay. too. Yeah, the gas company too. They can be remotely uh, tracked and so turned like on. Wi Fi meter. Yeah, they can shut it. The technician can just shut your gas off yeah. on his phone. Yeah. Yep. It just makes it more inconvenient, more convenient for them to shut off your utility service. I mean, it's already easy enough for them to just shut your shit off. Like, yeah. you know, you don't pay your bill or whatever, and they just fucking, I don't know how they do it, send a technician or from a computer, yeah. just shut your electricity off or your gas. Yeah. Well, what's going to happen with all these? What's going to happen with all those people that um, haven't paid their electric bill in like two years? I know people were like protected by the whole COVID uh, deal. Yeah, that's it. They're just they're going to have to pay one giant fucking lump sum. You know what's weird is I was late on one of my my bills you know months back, and uh, they set aside the bills. Like the the quote unquote balance, and they automatically put me on some payment plan. And so I look at it. I'm like, okay, I owe. They say I still owe. I say thirty bucks. So I paid like forty extra on it, right? And then I look on it, and it says something like how they credit your account. Well, oh, you have a credit, but you still owe this payment plan. I'm like, okay, why well, paid you this extra money? You know. But they're like, oh, well, th- those are the payments we set up for you, and that's just on the side. Don't worry about it. I'm like, no, that's why I paid you the extra money. The other one, like, still hesitant to, like, like undo their payment arrangement that they made for you. Yeah. So, like, I paid you extra for a reason. Yeah. You'll take that off. Yeah. They're weird. That's man. how I see it. It's... They're, they're going to get their money no matter what. It's like you owe, you know, a dollar or a hundred dollars. They're going to wait till that bill is expired and you know, come after you for that money. You know, but the main part is that I went to pay that money that they said I owed them. And they were kind of like, oh, they wouldn't apply that payment to that quote unquote payment because it wasn't due yet. You know, they're making interest or getting something special off of it. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh yeah, they don't give a fuck. They're they're trying to make as much money as possible off of it. It's like like you said, you paid seventy dollars for a four, like a thirty dollar bill. They're not gonna just you know push that extra money towards the next bill. They're just like, all right, well we pushed it towards, you know, your existing account. We still need you to pay this full amount next month. Yeah, it's totally gonna get trying work. to earn money off of it. It's a big business. I, I tried doing that too and they they had a credit on my account which got applied but some 
some uh, utilities didn't accept that either. Like I tried to pay ahead on my water bill when I lived in the in the high desert, because I just it, it was so fucked the Hesperia water situation. Like I, I don't know what the fuck. I, I wouldn't get a bill for like three months, and then all of a sudden I get a bill and it's the same as the last one like three months ago. Like I have no idea what the hell that is. So I tried paying ahead, and then I called because I was like wanting to know if I could do that, and they were like, "No, you can't do that." <laughs> like you guys are so weird. It's so unpredictable. You know, all those uh, utility companies are uh, monopolies in a way. Just like uh, I've seen this one documentary how they keep telling everybody to uh, conserve, conserve, conserve. So, you know, people, you know, they take out their lawns, their plants, you know, they follow all kinds of water guidelines. Yeah. Well, because your usage goes down, your bill goes down, right? Yeah. Well, if your usage goes down, then at the local water companies, they're losing money. So what they have to do is they have to increase their rates because you decreased your usage and they need to still make a profit. So the keep cutting down your, your usage and they keep raising your rate because they need to make a profit. That's so true. And then you, you know what irritates the shit out of me with that stuff is that like <laughs> agricultural business and we're talking big agricultural business. They, they use the majority of the water in California and they don't get they don't get this shit you know or if if they can which i think they can they could pay whatever extra amount as the rising of the rates occurs but we're the ones that are told oh you know remove this and remove that grass i can understand grass is fucking stupid in california grass is stupid it doesn't belong here get rid of it but grow food or grow trees Stuff that actually matters and like contributes to the fucking biosphere, not not grass. Um, but that's just me. But yeah, it's and and we're taking most of the blame. It's like they're telling us that the world is is in peril because of the pollution in the atmosphere because we don't recycle our cans. No, I think that has less to do with us than it has more to do with the fucking. Uh, Coke Brothers processing plants, you know, all over the place and the fucking whatever. Tesla manufacturing, I don't know. Yeah, the carbon footprints of all these other businesses that nobody's looking at far exceed, you know, what other companies, how they pollute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the banding of plastic straws in California or uh, utensils. You have to ask for real stuff, though, at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, or charging for plastic bags. The the plastic bag situation. I don't know if that's gotten better. I haven't read any um any like uh, legit information sources on whether or not that source of pollution has lessened since we started paying for plastics, plastic bags. I don't think so, though. I see far less out the streets so yeah I would say yeah it cut down a lot yeah but at the same time we were you know 20 years ago we were doing just fine with paper bags that's true and then for millennia we were doing fine without water bottles <laughs> uh, hydroflask yeah we had our venison skin and we had the river <laughs> 
that. Well, I remember in school just having a fucking water fountain. Yeah. That was perfectly fine. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's like George Carlin. He talks about that. He's like, when we were small, we drank from the hose. And that was uh-huh. fine. And we ran around all day. But water bottles are just a marketing ploy, though. A successful one. Yeah. I seen, um, what's that brand? Yeti? Yeah. An insulated uh, dog dish or water dish. No, or food dish. And, uh, yeah, I was at a uh, sporting goods place. And it was uh, like 39 or $49 per small little dog dish. Yeah, it's expensive for just the brand, dude. Yeah. You'd be quiet. But you know, like, uh, dogs that eat their shit, they like it warm. So, there you go. <laughs> Put it in the Yeti for later. Um, yeah, like I, I went to Arizona. I went to this, like, random, it was like a bass pro shop, kind of. And, yeah, the Yetis, dude, were upwards of $40 just for, like, a water flask, dude. It gets wild. There's people starving out there, and we could spit $40 for a water dish. Yeah, seriously. Yep, for a dog shit dish, man. Yeah, it's probably fucked up for me to say, and if a corporate Domino's found out that I said this, uh, I'd probably be fired. Uh-huh. But, you know, I've worked in the fast food industry for a few years now, and, you know, I, I can tell when someone's looking for a deal. Especially because, you know, they're trying to conserve, you know, they might not be able to afford it. You know, when they, you tell them the price and, you know, they're like, oh, oh, it's that much. I just hook them up with the best that we got. Yeah. I, I make I make their purchase as inexpensive as possible just because, you know, I'm in a way, I'm, we're all in the same footstep yeah. as they are. You know, you don't want to spend, you know, $80 on a few pizzas, you know, to feed your family. Yeah. You know, when I give them my deal, you know, it usually busts down the price probably about 50% almost. And, uh, you know, just to see their face light up is uh, is very rewarding. You know, they could have a million dollars or a hundred dollars to spend. You know, it's still rewarding to see that, uh, you know, you could, you, you saved them a little bit of money. and It could have been their gas money. You never know, dude. Yep. That's why I just kind of help people out. And it's usually the customers will you know, always give me a good name too. Like, oh, how do I give you a good name? You know, how do, how do I give you a good review? You know, for your, your, you helping me out, all that good shit. You know, it's real weird. Yeah, that's cool. Shit's expensive, man. Yeah, man. Ridiculous how expensive certain things are. I saw, I saw a video and it's Facebook successfully playing on my emotions now. Like they got me. They got me now. And uh, this video was this chick. And, like, mind you, she she just looks like some woman, you know. Um, I want to say early 20s. And they this guy goes up to her on the beach and he's like, hey, if there's a guy, he's a 10 out of 10, but he works a 9 to 5, would you give him a shot? And she's like, fuck no. He's like, well, Why? She's like, I don't date wages. He's like, what? Like, date wages? She said, yeah, because look at me. And then she walks away, and the dude is like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he's just, like, taking him back, you know, how brash. 
but there's people like that too so i'm glad that we're not like that wages wages yeah oh because we make a regular wage yep uh it's like some twitter bullshit I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna be a whore to you unless you meet this criteria yeah yep that's it but facebook is is definitely got me because before that would have played on my emotions and i would have like maybe left a comment or something i'm a i'm a comment lever like a very small percentage of the population leaves comments on the internet i'm i'm one of those definitely uh but yeah man like it's just stupid it's incendiary and maybe it's real you know i have no doubt that it's real especially if you're in an affluent area where that kind of deal is is around that kind of person is around go to hollywood find those fucking people anywhere but yeah man that shit is gnarly try not to let it get to me sometimes like stupid videos for the most part they 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 don't get to me they make me laugh but it's amazing how it pigeonholed me so fast like i've only had facebook for a couple of months you know and i don't participate on the social media aspect at all like i have no friends i use it only for the facebook marketplace and it got me dude so weird you want to see what's going on everywhere Plus, yep. there's everybody out there. Like, well, look, uh, like how I told the, my kids, uh, they're all worried about something happening on Facebook. Or I go, where is Facebook? Can you see it? You know? Yeah. Where is it? Tell me where Facebook is, where all this really matters. Well, it doesn't. I said, well, how do you know all that's true? How do you know any of that's true that these people are doing it? Uh, I don't know. There's some dumb new fucking fad they were telling me about. And I was just like would you do that in real life they're like well no and i'm like okay so how is it do you think that these people are doing this and you know not getting hurt not getting sick not ending up in jail or the hospital you know but these kids they 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 like that shit they like following all that shit it's addictive yeah it's propaganda yep yep legit propaganda that. Yeah, I get yeah. They, they are legit propaganda. They, there was this one funny one with the. Uh, well, it wasn't funny. It's horrible, but it just goes to show something. I'm not sure what. And uh, this little girl was thankfully with her mom. And they were having fun doing all these like challenges, right? These online TikTok challenges or what, what have you. And so they had the Alexa thing from uh, Amazon. And the girl goes, you know, Alexa, uh, let's do a challenge. And then Alexa responds, okay, uh, this is the, the, I think it's like the nightlight challenge or whatever and what it is. And Alexa literally walked her through this scenario. Get a nightlight or a lamp or something and put both of your fingers on both of the prongs and plug it into the wall. And see how long you could hold on. Fuck? Yeah, no shit. It it instru- it it was instructing the little girl to do it. And thankfully, the little girl was like, oh, I don't know how, how old she was, but she was like, well, that's weird. And then the mom was there, too. And she heard it herself. And it was this big old shit with uh, Amazon and them claiming, oh, oh, you know, we'll edit the, we'll edit the AI and this and that. 
Yeah, that's definitely the nightlight fucking challenge, bro. Just stick your fingers in the fucking <laughs> in the electricity slot, bro. Just, <laughs> uh, dude, that's some shit. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It would have been better too if Alexa said "bro" all the time. Bro. Yep. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, dude. Is uh, you hear shit so often that you just start saying it. <laughs> I started one saying of the that. whole thing. Uh, at work, all my GPS turned it from uh, Karen to Darren. So now it's a guy that tells me where to go. Oh, really? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I know you can have it as a guy. I've, like, yeah, you, you, can hear, you can have your series as anybody you want. It's a Spanish dude, a Europe dude, fucking what? American. So I can make it like, is there like eight, uh angry Chinese grandma? <laughs> you missed <laughs> You cannot look that up. That is against the CCP. <laughs> you can. It has to happen. Uh, I messed with those um, those uh, online AI voice, like the text readers. I came up with some fucking bullshit stories on those things, dude. They're hilarious. I'll, uh, actually, they're on my computer. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll attach it to the end of this episode. And also, I forgot to play... I'll upload it just by itself. My song, PlayStation 9, from when I was, like, 15. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot about that. All right, guys. Well, two and a half hours of uh, shit birds on a wire. Pretty good. All right, guys. Well, now now you guys get to go to sleep, and I get to fucking stay up for another four hours. So work out. I'll be doing a while too. So if you're down for a little four and a half episode or some shit. Oh yeah. Record another episode, guys. Let's do it. No, I'm too antsy. I'm gonna fucking go work out, <laughs> or else I'll never go to sleep. <laughs> it's true, man. Like uh, mushrooms are awesome, but they give you a lot of energy, and working out is the best on mushrooms. This really is the best. So let me see what I do here. <clears throat> All right, go hurt yourself. Have a good night. All right, guys. Have a good night. Later. Sounds good. Later, guys. Bye.